Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Metal Mavericks podcast. I'm on with the Bridget Johnson of Green Girl Recycling. She's been in the business for a while. She's located in Longmont, Colorado, USA. Thank you so much, Bridget, for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So what's the key behind a recycling business in this industry? What's been able to get you through the years? What's your biggest piece of advice for anyone looking to do this themselves? Ooh, things that keep me in the industry, I would say that it's so dynamic and it keeps moving, right? So I got into this 25 years ago, right out of college, because I saw a huge need to um, provide recycling in the mountain communities outside of Boulder that didn't have access to it. And it's morphed. So first there wasn't access up in the mountains. And then I had lots of customers that were like, oh, they had pain points. They were like, mm -hmm. I need help with electronics recycling, or I need help with, you know, paper shredding services. And so we have just literally been able to pivot, you know, throughout the years and provide more services to people that needed them. Yeah. So when you say like, what keeps me in this, I think it's um, figuring out solutions to problems that arise in this industry and it, it constantly change. Like, so right. markets move, you know, like the hot topic, like things that you can recycle, everything's changing. It's so dynamic. I think that's yeah. why I'm still excited about it. I don't know. Why do you, why do you get into it? <laughs> I mean, it definitely is exciting to feel like you're making a difference and it's pretty cool to see what you're doing. And, and, you know, obviously a lot of people we work with in the uh, recycling space definitely feel like they are making a pretty positive impact in society, which is really cool. Um, and I, you know, I am curious too, like, you know, so you just, cause a lot of the people who listen to the show are people who are buyers and sellers of scrap or they're collecting a lot of recycling materials. I mean, what is the, uh, what is the, how, how do you organize your operations? I mean, you guys get so much recycling in the door. How do you deal with all of it? What's the best practices for you in terms of maintenance and inventory and things like that? Do you guys keep an inventory of the items or do you just immediately send them somewhere? How does it work? That's a great question. It depends on, uh, we kind of have to break the company out into three different, um, like it's kind of like a three-tiered stool, if you will. So there's three, three divisions in what we do. We do single stream recycling, we pick that up with, you know, box trucks and mostly trash trucks. And mm -hmm. then we have a mountain rig that goes up, actually two mountain rigs that go up into the hard to reach areas um, west of Boulder. We, we have a huge front range. We do Boulder, Larimer, and Wells County. So there's the single stream division that's getting the single stream recycling. Most of that material is going to the Boulder County MRF, the okay. material recovery facility. Then as far as electronics recycling goes, I have um, box trucks that are picking up electronics every single day. Those are coming back to our warehouse where they're being sorted into three different grades of material, low, medium, and high. And then we do keep on hand um, the high grade stuff. Anything that has somebody's personal sensitive data, that needs to be wiped. You know, so right. that's immediately being locked down. That goes through, I mean, we have insane protocol with, you know, chain of command. From when it's being picked yeah. up to when it's being processed until what happens to it. People always say, Can yep. I trust you guys? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, absolutely. It freaks me out. It's what keeps me up in the middle of the night. I'll wake up and be like, <laughs> Is everything still perfectly safe? Because I've implemented all these different, you know what I mean, um, procedures that we follow, strictly follow. Right. And we only partner with our two e stewards. So we only have two partners in Denver that we trust enough and we go and audit that if, if something's over our head, we can get it to them immediately yeah. and they're fully certified and they can handle it. So that's the two pieces. The third piece is the paper shredding. So mm -hmm. we pick up sensitive paper 
and destroy it. And we create these 1200 pound bales all day long. And then when we get enough for a load, we're shipping every other week, every three weeks, it just depends on how much paper is coming in and, yeah. and that paper is going out. So those are the three components of my business and what's mm. happening with the materials. Yeah, it's quite complex. It's awesome um, to hear. Uh, what do you think is the biggest change that's happened to the industry uh, in the last few years? Has there been any new trends or things you've noticed uh, with the space? Hmm. Um, well, we sure are recycling a lot more electronics. I think that the mm. lifespan of an electronic component is much shorter than it used to be. You mm. know, I'm, we're into such a purchase it, keep it for a little bit, toss it society that yeah. there's just, there's just so much turnover, you know, like how I'll ask you a question. Like how long have you had your cell phone that you have right now? I actually just got it. <laughs> <laughs> so <you> yeah. <laughs> and okay. it's uh, probably going to last for like, yeah, three or four years. And then well, you say that, but how long did you have your last phone? Um, I think it might have been around there. I can't remember actually. Um, it's probably around there. Maybe maybe a little longer. But yeah, I get. I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, it's definitely consumerism is definitely at its height for sure. Well, and it's not just uh, that. I'm not saying that you're a bad person. Just just that the apps <laughs> keep updating, right? They update right. faster. So it has nothing to do with you wanting to keep it for years. You can't keep it for right. four years because right. you can't run. You know what I mean? Like I literally just had to go get a new laptop, had to, because I couldn't yeah. operate all of our programs. You know, I couldn't, I, I was forced into doing it. Do mm -hmm. I have other yeah. laptops? Dude, I probably have a thousand laptops at the warehouse right now. And I could go pull <laughs> any one of them off the shelf, but they right. don't, they don't have enough power to do what I need to do for the company to keep us moving forward. So yeah. I, you know, I just look at it and go, dang, you know, printers. I mean, yeah. I, it's cheaper to go buy a new printer with the right. ink that they give you than repurchasing the ink for the old machine that still may work. Right. So until we can, until we can get out of that, we're just talking about electronics. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could dive right. into true consumerism with what people are buying and eating and putting on their bodies. You know, I'm just talking about the electronics. 100%. That, uh, yeah. Hopefully that's kind of answering your question on like, what have I seen change? I've, I kind of thought we would run out of electronics like 10 years ago. Yeah. I remember being kind of worried, like, gosh, after we've recycled all those piece of crap, CRT monitors, those big honking monitors, um, <laughs> you know, cause everybody's going flat screen, then they won't need to ever replace them. Cause the flat screens are so right. much better. Well, guess what? They get better and better and better and better. Yeah. So the, tur they the turnover is just insane. Do. So my it, fear it is. of not having enough electronics to process that was unwarranted. Now I kind of go, what are we going to see with batteries? Things that I think about mm. in the future. What are we going to see with um, things that are hazardous that we have to process or that we're going to be hauling? And how can we yeah. be the safest in handling those things? Right. And, you know, I, uh, one of the, one of the last, you know, questions I want to ask you, um, so I know we only got you here for a little bit of uh, time is, um, you know, what, what do you guys, what do you see as the future with your company? Like, what are the goals you have with your business? What's the plan, uh, for the business, um, going forward? Like what's, what are the main 
things you want to want to do in the next like five, 10 years? That's an awesome question. Well, obviously keep growing, meaning helping more people. Our mission is to help more people divert and create, you know, bring more green into their lives. You know, our tag has Mm -hmm. been, we make recycling easy for 25 years. I'm so glad I thought of that on a whim. (laughs) 20s when I, you know, when you start something, you never know where it's going to go. And it's been really fun to be able to help so many people. So my goal, my goal this year will be to develop my team, my employees, what can I give them? How can I give back? How can I be a better boss? You know, what kind of things can I do to motivate them to create solutions um, when when I'm not looking, right? So the best ideas come from other people and you can like cultivate that if you have people working for you who really like working for you, not like, oh, it's it's a paycheck. This is where I go to make money. Yeah, it feels good that I'm working in an environmental green company. But right. I think I think that I'm I'm super blessed. I have the best team I've ever had in 25 years. Last year mm-hmm. I ripped the band-aid off. I let a bunch of people go that we didn't really need to carry and I didn't really need to coddle and take care of anymore. I was right. like, you know what? Let's change our shoes for sneakers and let's freaking run, man. Let's mm-hmm. go hit it hard. And so yeah. this year I'm gonna be focusing on my people so that I can grow the company. Um, Mm. we did this cool thing a couple weeks ago. I said to everybody at a safety meeting, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give you all 200 bucks for something for personal development, personal growth. That's awesome. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care what it is. It could be a massage for your wife. It could be, I don't care. You just tell Danielle in accounting what you want this money for when you want it throughout the year, you can pick anytime. Um, and, and it's yours. And I, I don't even need to know what it's for. I don't care. I just want you guys to know that I want to do things for you or give you opportunity for something that you normally wouldn't do for yourself mm-hmm. so that you can bring more of your whole self to work. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's very, very cool. I want to have Sean take a listen to this. Oh, uh, that's just one thing. I mean, I could tell you all kinds of cool stuff. I'm really fortunate <laughs> to be a part of this um, this group called Titan CEO. I don't know if you guys have heard of that at mm, all. I think I actually have. It's like a lot, like a, a long time ago. I think I heard about it actually. Yeah. Um, if you Google Titan CEO, anyways, Jamie Zaman started this program, and I'm lucky enough. I always wanted to hang out with the cool cats, right, in this industry. Like, <laughs> How do I, how do I get to be around the millionaires, the multimillionaires? Like, how do I get to learn from them? Right. And was fortunate enough to help a lady um, with paper shredding who was a part yeah. of this group and got an introduction and had the opportunity to become part of this group. And it, mm. in the last three years has helped my company double in size every single year. Wow. Why, why is that important? Um, <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. It's like mind blowing. I've been able to learn so many things that I can implement and use in the company. That's crazy. To help us just roll faster, man. It's so awesome. So anyways, I think that's like the- No, that's US, that's US a great US. note to end on, honestly. Um, I love that you're giving- years. Yeah, I love that you're giving your, your team opportunities like that. And uh, I do want to say too, for anyone who's listening, like what's the best way for them to get in touch with you and- and, uh, you know, either work with you directly if they're in Colorado, uh, is there any way they can take action? Uh, 
uh, what's the best way to do that? Sure, they can reach out to me directly at Bridget at GreenGirlRecycling.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, um, both, you know, at Bridget Johnson or at Green Girl Recycling. They can call us. I, you know what? I've, I feel like there's, we've moved away from communication so much. We're like, DM me, do that, whatever. And yeah. I started, I started <laughs> this company without a cell phone. I had a, right. I had a, a piece of crap pager. So mm. that when I broke down in the mountains, I could page my boyfriend 911 to a number so he could come get me. Right. And I, and I had to do that many times um, when, yeah. we started, when I started the company. So I think that a lot of people say, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm approachable, but they really aren't. Actually, yeah, right. I've helped a couple of their people get recycling companies off the ground, which has been so fun to watch. Check out yeah. Sustainability in Denver. Melissa Croy got to meet with her at the very beginning of her business. And then also um, there's a couple of companies in the Midwest that I'm working with that we could talk about offline that are yeah. really getting some awesome programs going. But thank you, Lucas. Thank you so much for having yeah. me on your podcast and doing what you're doing in this industry, getting the word out to people about <laughs> this, what we do. Thank you. Yes, it's been a pleasure. And uh, for anyone who's listening, you know, it's spelled from... B-R-I-D-G-E-T uh, at, you know, that make sure you guys spell that right if you're reaching out. And then also, um, you know, website, greengirlrecycling.com. They've been in the business for uh, over 20 years and has done everything from commercial, residential, secure paper spreading, electronics recycling, and even hard to recycle items. Uh, affordable prices, great service, great team. Uh, Brings us giving opportunities for her team out here to develop personally. And really excited to see her grow uh, both literally and also with her team metaphorically. It looks like there's a lot of growth happening at the company. So uh, thank you so much, Bridget, for being on. And we're going to have to get you back on one day. Thank you. Yeah, thanks.